2: What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey Bob, what were you thinking?
1: Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks and Follow Weather, And you're listening to What Were You Thinking? A weekly internet radio show about exotic pets. And by exotic pets, I mean anything but dogs and cats. Our guest this week doesn't own an exotic pet, at least as far as I know. And she doesn't work with or write about exotic pets either. So what's she doing on the show? We will get to that. My guest is the amazingly creative, funny and talented Oriole Smith. Oriole grew up surrounded by operatic music, almost from the moment of her birth. She attended an experimental school for young children at Johns Hopkins University, then her family moved to Italy, where her mother had been invited to study and sing. Oriel studied at the Milano Conservatory, and she studied piano and music. Back in America, she acted in several TV shows, including The Jack Benny Show. I, I found that out online, and I have to ask her about that. And because of her amazing vocal ability, which you will be hearing more of soon, she recorded a series of folk singing albums in the 1960s, and these are highly prized today. Well, the list of her accomplishments just goes on and on. I first heard from Oriel when she emailed me after reading my book, Enslaved by Ducks, and she was kind enough to send me a copy of her remarkable and truly one-of-a-kind CD called The World's Favorite Cluckaratura Arias. And we're going to start out talking about this incredible recording. So hi, Oriel, Welcome to What Were You Thinking?
0: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. It's so, it's so good talking to you. We've exchanged emails for a couple of years now, and I'm so glad that you're on the show.
0: Oh, well, thank you. It's a pleasure. I like your show very much. Oh,
1: thank you. That's one person now. (laughs) And if you hear a cat in the background, Maynard just jumped on my lap, and he's almost always in the way. You have a dog, right?
0: I have a new little dog. I'm so thrilled, finally, to have a dog again.
1: Yeah, you sent me her picture? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Remind me of her name?
0: Her name is Poppy, and even though she's a dog and not exotic, she's an (laughs) exotic mix. She's a Chihuahua Bichon, believe it or not.
1: Well, she is gorgeous, and she has a modeling career, doesn't she?
0: Already, she's already done a hat shot for yeah. a, a website.
1: <laughs> and do you do you have a link to that on your website?
0: Oh, uh, You know, they don't have it up anymore. They just did it for a season. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: all right. Let's mention your website.
0: Sure. It's www, of course, Oriel Smith, and that's orr 2 rielsmit dot com. Oh. very easy, just my name.
1: Okay, Oriolesmith.com. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to tell you, too, about another site. Yes. That is just so cute and flattering to me. One of my uh, fans who lives in New Zealand started a um, MySpace site for me, and it's just darling. and I know he loves to get hits on that. And it's uh, WMySpace.com slash, and he calls it the Smith Society.
3: Ooh. So
1: <laughs> I was just looking at that last night, and oh, that's... That is a great site, and it's nice too that if someone um, just Google's your name, that shows up right away too. Oh,
0: good, because it didn't for a while there.
1: Okay, yeah, I, that's how I found. It. I remember you telling me about it, but I found it I found it pretty quickly. I uh,
0: was so, so frustrated because I was I was uh, uh, kind of being procrastinatory <laughs> about getting on MySpace, and I'll just do it myself.
1: When <laughs> someone did it for you, and and it's it's great. It's got. Uh, uh, photos of your album covers from your folk music albums, and um, just all kinds of great stuff, biographical details.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about Cluckratura arias. All
3: righty.
1: Now, there's there's no way... I'm going to ask you to de- describe the CD, but there's no way we can prepare anyone for the experience of hearing it. But, Probably um, not. <laughs> how, how would you describe it?
0: Well, I can tell you how it came about, because I think that helps before they put me away.
1: <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs>
0: I was at my singing coaches, and we were doing, because I still take lessons, I'm going to hang in there studying till I drop over. And um, we were doing Queen of the Night, which has got a lot of staccati, which are the short little notes for people that don't know the jargon of classical music. And it really just, as I was singing, I just suddenly went into clucking because I thought this might as well be a chicken to a lot of people. (laughs) You know, they don't study the um, uh, florid kind of music like they used to. And I swear, I looked over at my uh, piano lady and I saw her in a big paper mache egg with her arms sticking out and I thought, this is great, we'll just do chicken Arias, since they kind of sound like
1: that anyway wow so you had a vision complete I with com- complete with a giant
0: committee moments ah. right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well what what song would you recommend from the CD is called the world's favorite clucuratura Arias, and it's available on cdbaby.com yes. that's just just the letter cdbaby.com and then they can just
0: put my name in there okay and uh, just always be sure there's two R's. In my
1: name. Okay, all right. And what what track should we hear a snippet from?
0: I think probably the first one, the which queen- is Queen of the Night.
1: Okay, the Queen of the Night aria.
0: Because it just goes full bore into it. And
1: <laughs> well, that's what we want. So, so let's listen to some of that right now. Okay. Well, okay, that's I've never heard anything like that before in my life and it's it's just one you know what I like about it is yeah, it's silly and yeah, it's over the top, but it's it's really impressive and you can tell that you really know what you're doing and that you're enjoying doing it.
0: Oh, yes, it's a lot of fun and also I really feel like I am a chicken when I do it. It's very what was that? Strasburg. Um acting <laughs> oh lee
1: strasberg
0: <laughs> really feel like i am a chicken when i start
1: so sort of sort of method acting and you you've gotten to that chicken chicken frame of mind where did you record that
0: i i recorded it at a place called headway music and of course the poor engineer was in shock for a couple of times until he got used to it but um
1: do you think he's all right by now
0: I hope so. Yeah. He moved way to check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, and the the uh, backing is really nice.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. There's uh, one of those old uh, old um, accompaniment records they had years ago. And then also, I had some piano. A player, a piano player, did some of the piano backups. And I am working. I'm almost done with my new CD, and uh, that's got about double the amount of cuts on it. Really. And it's a lot more variety. So I'm doing, um, I'm singing, um, uh, the cat is in there a lot more. You might let your cat know.
1: Oh, okay, because I like, uh, which cut has the cat, the duet on well, this?
0: Oh, the the duet is on the very last one of the current.
1: That's the shadow song.
0: Yes, and that's towards the middle.
1: Okay, all right, and later we'll listen to a bit of that one.
0: Yes, but the cat, uh, I've gotten so much nice response from the cat.
1: I think there's more cat lovers than hen lovers, although... I think
0: so. Chickens, that's pretty exotic.
1: It, it is exotic. Yeah. Now, <laughs> did you ever have any hens?
0: I never did. You know, I was one of those little children who lived in Washington, D.C., and then I lived in New York City, and then I was in boarding school, so pretty much my life revolved around what I think are adorable animals, or parakeets.
1: Oh, I love parakeets.
0: Oh, and I love their open... I love that kind of bird and reptile eye. With the open eye yeah so i would just fall in love with lizards and turtles and have that open eye
1: now do you still have parakeets
0: no i don't i don't okay. have parakeets i had cats for a while yeah my my favorite was cat r pillar we called him his name was cat randolph pillar oh i like that name. and we had mehita and interesting cats and then uh, my big love of my life was a golden retriever and i had her about 11 years and then I really didn't have pets after that. It was such a trauma not having her with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Well, uh, has there been any any kind of a precedent for a CD like this?
0: Well, uh, I haven't found one. I've, I've looked. There are a lot of chicken singers out there. And really? In, um, you know, if you go in and look for chicken music. But people are just kind of using either chicken sounds, true chicken sounds, and doing Christmas carols. I don't, I haven't seen anyone actually fully full bore do real singing.
1: Are there, is there like a genre of novelty operatic you know, recordings or anything like that?
0: There used to be several ladies that kind of made, oh, well, of course there's always, um, oh, I can't of her name right now, but I will. <laughs> um, there was a lady who sang very badly uh, her operatic aria.
1: I think I remember her from the from the tonight show years ago wasn't she on there occasionally or not I
0: think so and
1: also there was a lady in the 1930s That was she I didn't see her in a Marx Brothers film did I or something could have. Yeah yeah so so we
0: my mother would play that for me and I'd fall over laughing so
1: Now was your I I saw in your bio online that your mom you know, was a singer and did concerts. Mm-hmm. Was was she an opera singer?
0: She was operatic, definitely. She was what they would call. Well, we need to be sure people understand the coloratura. Yes. Comes from the word coloratura.
1: Okay, and that's. Um,
0: and that's the high, florid soprano. It uses lots and lots of notes, it's like scat singing for an opera.
3: Okay, all right.
0: And so that was an old art that they don't teach much anymore. People still do it, of course, but it it isn't looked at with such um, glee in the early 1900s.
1: So the ornamental style has sort of fallen out of fashion?
0: Well, I find that a lot of young singers aren't being taught that anymore. They, They do more of the lyrical stuff. And the problem is what... What the coloratura does, it kind of it it creates a very fast mind for singing. And if you only do the long, slow stuff and the heartfelt things, you aren't brightening up your brain with learning to
3: sing very, very fast.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And you do teaching, don't you? A little bit. Okay, and, and are you... coaching here and there. Okay, so do you, do you teach the coloratura style a little bit?
0: Well, I do, and I try to have people listen to it a lot, like Joan Sutherland or whoever, because that's how I learned. I listened to my mother. And the problem is you learn it almost by ear, and it's a mental thing.
1: Well, what kind of reactions have you gotten to this CD?
0: Mostly good. I got one fellow who was very insulted, <clears throat> and I think he was quite elderly.
1: Really, what what was he offended by?
0: Um, just doing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> However, after a few emails, uh, I won him over. He's oh, did you? Very nice fellow. I just think he was taking himself and life a little too seriously.
1: Well, I have seen some uh, really nice reviews too. Uh...
0: Oh, I got wonderful reviews. I'm very, very thrilled with that. As you can imagine, I, I went out there with a little trepidation.
1: Oh yeah, I mean this is this is new territory. I mean, blazing, absolutely new territory.
0: Well, you know, Disney had um, remember uh, her name, Madam Cluck or whatever.
1: Oh, what was that in?
0: And that was in the 40s, the the Disney musical thing.
1: Yeah, you yeah. mean the cartoons, the yeah. the the, the... One
0: person mentioned that, but what I'm doing is very very different because I'm actually doing full performance oh yeah not just a see little clucks on a balcony or something
1: yeah <laughs> and what i like about the reviews is they they mention just how flawless your technique is mm-hmm. i, I remember mean
0: remember stuff i thought well you know while i'm while my brain is still almost working <laughs> uh, right and i have those in my head i might as well do them and have fun because I, I i saw that book that said do what you love can't i can't attest to the fact do what you love and you'll make money but i can attest doing what you love all at once and so I thought well I love doing animal noises and I love singing color tour arias and and being absolutely silly and ridiculous so I thought I'll just do them all at once.
1: Yeah now was was there anything sort of uniquely challenging about uh, a chicken's approach to opera?
0: Well singing as a chicken I found it's very uh uh exhausting you're holding your breath at every. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To make a good cluck. Yeah. However, I find it also I like I like the way it feels because I have kind of a light voice,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: so by doing that little tightening, it kind of feels good. It's almost like an exercise.
1: Now this sounds silly, but do you actually write any of this out, or is it just you spontaneously turn it into clucking? I mean, did, did you have to write any parts out?
0: F- no, I don't at all. In fact, I never practice the chicken. I always
1: practice. <laughs> you channel the chicken. Yes,
0: I channel the chicken method acting because, frankly, I don't. I'm. I'm. My next CD now is going to be real again, and I don't want to take my voice off its line too much. So what I do is I practice everything normally, and then when I get in front of the microphone, I channel it. And Maybe sometimes we do it in one cut too. So. I don't want
1: to get tired Well I want to talk about your new CD We're going to take a break Because there's a there's a slight possibility Someone is sponsoring the show mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be right back With What Were You Thinking And more with Oriel Smith After possibly a word from our sponsor
2: What Were You Thinking We'll be right back After Bob gets the ducks out of his living room Don't go away
0: Tools in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet with pet expert and author Sarah Wilson, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
2: Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggie's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend, and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys. Oh, in my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob.
1: Welcome back to What Were You Thinking, and we are talking to oriel smith oriel you know it's always funny on a podcast this isn't like a radio show so i always feel silly reminding people who they're (laughs) listening to because i mean they've downloaded the thing but but let's pretend that someone is just coming in late and that's an excuse to play something else from your cd and do you think we should play part of the shadow song or is there something else you you recommend
0: oh i think the shadow song is fine
1: okay Okay, so that that'll give you another hint of this really wonderful CD, and I will remind you the title anyway, just to get it out there again. It's called the World's Favorite Cluckeratura Arias, and it's at cdbaby.com. And remember, Oriole Smith is spelled O-R-R-I-E-L, and you you gotta get this CD. It's just it, you've you've never heard anything like it in your life, except maybe. Partly what's coming up on your new CD?
0: Oh, yeah. My new CD, I got um, horribly inspired a few times. And I was thinking, gee, for instance, Memory from Cats, that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, why not have a cat sing it?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, so I'm doing that, and I'm doing uh, the All I Ask of You with the Chicken and the Cat Duets. <laughs> a lot more duets in there with the cat and the chicken.
1: You now, is, is that hard to do a duet?
0: Well, not really. We just do one on one, one track, and then the cat. We work on the other track.
1: Yeah, but you're 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 kind of. Um, it's like when I when I see uh, like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where you got Bob Hoskins playing against a cartoon character, and I'm always thinking that's got to be hard because you're really only doing one side of it, and and you're kind of doing that too.
0: Yeah, well, you got your good old earphones, and I have an engineer now who uh, understands me, which is frightening.
1: Really. Really, what what planet is he from? Yeah, I know. (laughs)
0: But he does help me as far as uh, the mechanics. And I was a studio singer for years, and and I'm very. Probably I'm happiest and most comfortable in a recording CD. Well, we're going to
1: talk about that. But tell me a little bit more about the CD. What the title's the going to be? When it might be out? Yeah, the new one.
0: Well, we're trying to mix it now. I was six in the summer, so I missed about 3 months worth. So I, I wanted to get this out for Christmas. I'm trying desperately to Are
1: you, you feeling okay now?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm fine. We just went on a nice long trip and somebody had strep laryngitis on the ship. Oh, no. And of course, you don't sing at all until you're absolutely well, so I had to wait a month just before I even tried to sing.
1: Yeah, and what's the new disc called?
0: It's going to be called, uh, Live or Alive, I think, from Carnegie Hall. Ah! <laughs>
3: and,
0: <laughs> and it will be, um, and Cat Oratura, because her name is a Cat Oratura. Yes. Um, songs and arias. And I'm Oh, and then I went to see that wonderful new movie about Edith Piaf. Have you seen that out there? It's called La Vie en Rose.
1: Okay, no, I didn't see it.
0: Are you a Piaf fan at all?
1: No, but I, I know of her, but, but I don't...
0: Know well, as I was driving home, these things hit me all of a sudden. And as I was driving home, I thought, oh my gosh, Edith Piaf would be wonderful for a cat. Or then... As a chicken but I have so I have one cut where the cat is singing the solo and the chickens are all doing the accompaniment
1: oh man she has a uh, sort of a chanteuse style didn't she
0: yeah chanteuse and kind of a, a, a what would you call it kind of a, a street singer
1: yeah yeah so I
0: certainly went out of my character for that
1: <laughs>
0: but had a lot of fun doing that 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 was really great <laughs>
1: you you had just an absolutely amazing youth. Um, I, you know, I have to ask you about Jack Benny. Was that true that you were on the show?
0: Yes, you know, and I almost didn't remember it until somebody sent me something.
1: Okay, because I think, um, I, I've got a bunch of Jack's, Jack Benny's old radio shows, and, uh, Linda and I listen to them all the time, and mm-hmm. I think they're about the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Oh, I love Jack Benny.
1: Yeah. Now, how did that happen, and what, what did you do on the show?
0: Well, it's, I, I played a part of a little, um, I think it was a harem girl or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was one of the, of course, later ones. I'm not that old.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm getting there. <laughs> I,
1: I, I think I saw it was like 68 or something yeah, like that. It's
0: in there, because he was just doing a few specials by that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was one of the television things.
1: Okay, did, did you have lines, or did yeah, you...
0: Yeah, a couple. Yeah. I recall.
1: Yeah, and you were... Now, this... I know... I, I love... TV shows from the 50s and early 60s, mm-hmm. but I have not heard of a show. Was this a series, Mark of Distinction?
0: Oh, Mark of Distinction. Boy, that's a, a mystery. Oh, oh, that's kind of funny because it involved animals.
1: That's right. That's yeah. one That's one reason I'm bringing it up. Now, was that a series or just one show?
0: It was a movie.
1: Oh, okay, it was a movie.
0: And it was done in Salinas, California, and I was in high school. And it had a couple of songs in it. And so they chose me for the part, but I thought what I thought was hysterical. There was a man, well, he's still alive, Chuck Eisenman. And he had London the Wonder Dog. Do you remember that show?
1: I don't remember London the Wonder no. Dog. You, you sent me a photo, though, um, a couple yes. of years ago.
0: He, he was very famous in Canada. And uh, his dogs had 500-word vocabularies. I've never seen anything like it, and they were totally trained. But he had London, and his two sons were his uh, stand, stand-ins right? So they wouldn't hurt themselves.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Well, of course, I didn't get a stand-in. I was (laughs) human in this movie. And the things that happened, uh, rolling down hills, and then they'd say, no, hold London, have Thor, go pull her by the arm.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs)
0: And these dogs were like a hundred and some town.
1: Oh, man. It was hysterical.
0: But anyway, I've never seen hide nor hair, so to speak, hide nor fur, of that that movie anywhere and i've been looking for it because i thought boy that would be funny party if nothing else
1: that would just be great you know i i remember seeing on television a, a dog and i think it was a german shepherd mm-hmm. that uh the owner would give it a long complicated series of instructions and the dog would do all those things consecutively so mm-hmm. could, could that have been london the wonder dog
0: it might have been it might have been, uh, if you go on, oh, he was also, you remember The Littlest Tobo? Oh, sure. Okay, that's the same dog then.
3: Oh, okay, all right. Martin and
0: then The Wonder Dog uh, was the one, was out of Canada, and then they, I guess they moved here, and then they did The Littlest Tobo movie.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw that when I was a kid, or I was young, yeah.
0: So you can Google that. That's...
1: Okay, I will do that. And
0: Shiloh Shepherd. I didn't, I learned all about Shiloh Shepherd. I know we're not supposed to be talking about dogs. That's
1: okay. Let's talk about dogs. So London, London was a Shiloh yes, Shepherd,
0: apparently. And there's this, a lady who specially um, raises them. And apparently they stand a little differently. They're longer in the back, and just really interesting.
1: Well, I, I remember the dogs looked just gorgeous in, in the photo. Yeah. And you were, you had a nice career as a folk singer in the 1960s.
0: Yes. When my uh, <clears throat> when my father died, uh, we had moved to Long Beach. Uh, and then after he died, uh, my mother said, and I thought this was interesting, because we were, we were from the East Coast. She said, well, do you want to go back to the East Coast and go to Sarah Lawrence College or, you know, work work towards that or go to Hollywood? Well, I was singing, and I said, oh, let's go to Hollywood. So she always did what I wanted.
3: <laughs> That's nice.
0: We ended up there. And uh, do, I was doing a lot of classical things, even as a child. And then uh, I went to Arrow Bedme- Bear music camp up in the Lake Arrowhead area, and I was playing the violin in the orchestra up there. Really? And Jean Ritchie was there entertaining us with her guitar and her dulcimer. Mm-hmm. And she was singing some of those old beautiful Appalachian songs, and I just fell in love with them, and I really fell in love, being a lazy person, with the fact you can take your guitar anywhere. And I used to practice lying down in bed, you know. <laughs> I thought, this is great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and if and you pl-
0: carry a piano around with you everywhere. Oh
1: no, it's too hard to carry one of those. Was it hard for you to learn the guitar?
0: No, actually, I learned. Uh, uh, well, we had one of those old uh, record players. Yeah. And it would go down to sixteen
3: speed. Right.
0: And I would tune my guitar down to the sixteen speed, and I'd listen to the Joan Baez accompaniments and copy them.
1: Yeah. And someone heard you singing, and you got on The Tonight Show, isn't that right?
0: Yeah, someone just heard me, uh, a manager heard me when I was practicing in a hotel in New York City.
1: You and your mom? Yep. Uh, we were screeching away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he knocked on the door and said, who has that high voice? And so uh, there was an opening the next day for um, on uh, Johnny Carson.
1: And you were compared to Emma Sumac, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Emma Sumac, she was... Uh, had this uh, supposedly this real ex- exotic person who had this in, uh, voice. How many octaves?
0: Oh, I don't know. I think they claimed four or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah and so very good voice. Oh, yeah, I, I have one of her albums somewhere.
0: I think um, I think Mariah Carey has those notes.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I she's think she's got so a right. very
0: very high voice. You can't ever really quite tell with recordings if you hear someone in person, but. But,
1: um, yeah, on recordings, you can. Good high notes. Yeah, you can cheat now on recordings so easily.
0: Yeah, I know that's what's spooky. Yeah,
1: but what, what's so interesting to me is that here's a person who is classically trained, and you you sang opera, and suddenly you're doing folk music, and so yeah. you're you're not like someone from Appalachia who just picked up a guitar and learned songs from grandpa. So what was that like for you?
0: Well, I think part of it was my mother had a very big, beautiful lyric. Uh, coloratura which is very unusual she did things like lucia and the big roles and still had a beautiful high voice and i was a little intimidated and i was a little intimidated also by joan sutherland at the time oh yeah my voice is sweet and i thought gosh do i really want to beat myself to death and <laughs> try to be an opera
3: singer yeah
0: with my first of all, I have a silly personality anyway. <laughs>
3: and
0: then I pictured myself maybe in some dark little opera house for thirty years in Germany. I thought, you know, it's not me; I'm too commercial for that. So I fell in love with the, the with the uh, folk songs.
1: And you know, I, I can I can kind of uh, I haven't heard your folk material, mm-hmm. but I couldn't hear you doing Irish songs because uh, some of those are so sweet. And you really need this kind of pure voice, and you really get the opportunity to kind of stretch out. And they're they're very melodic, and so that's some of what you did, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and what I've, I really love, which I will probably do a couple on my my real CD, are the Irish tenor songs.
3: Oh yeah. And
0: I used to call myself a female Irish tenor.
3: Oh, you did. The
0: ones from the ones that I did like on stage, not necessarily on my original LP, uh, but the. Um, in fact, those are those are on Google here and there. You can find the old LPs. It was called A Voice in the Wind.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at that uh, from yeah. from your bio. And um, uh, on eBay, I saw one of those going for quite a bit of money recently.
0: Yeah, people still. I've suddenly have people writing to me, telling me oh how much they like it. And those people are a little spooked by the chicken, but <laughs> they'll get over it.
1: <laughs> well, now wasn't there? Wasn't there some folk compilation that has come out on CD in the past couple of years? and yes, were... In
0: fact, there's even another one which was so unusual. Uh, <clears throat> in the '70s, there was a <clears throat> excuse me. I have a little frog. The chicken has a frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a, a wonderful composer, and he hired me to sing um, two singles that were supposed to be used on a on a uh, movie. And I don't know what happened with that but one was called uh, Winds of Space, and the other was Tiffany Glass.
1: Was that Philip Lambro?
0: Yes, and that now has been put out on a compilation, those two pieces, and I'm getting really good reviews from those.
1: You mean both, are uh, are these two separate releases now, or are they both combined on one CD? They're
0: combined on Fuzzy Felt Folk, it's called.
1: Fuzzy Felt Folk, and it's both of the CDs?
0: Uh-huh, both the Tiffany Glass and the um, other one, and uh, Winds of Space.
1: Oh, I've got to get that, and what kind of music is that? Is that, is that folk or is it something a little unusual?
0: It's more of what the studio, he hired me as a studio musician, actually. Winds of Space I love because it, I, I think he listened to 50 people or something, but I was able to do it on the spot uh, where I sang in the room with the, with the musicians. And it's all kind of contrapuntal. And I love his style because he uses the chimes and things that make it sort of outer spacey. And the other one was meant to be a child, kind of a ghostly child singing. So that was the uh, Tiffany Glass. So those are both on that album, and uh, that's based out of England.
1: And now, what? Okay. And so that's. I see. This is at. Is this Trunk Records? Uh uh-huh, okay. Trunk Records. So W.
0: Record Company. He's quite well known.
1: Okay. And just spell T R U N K Records yes, dot com.
0: And then another one that Philip Lambro did with the. Uh, Crypt of the Living Dead.
1: Crypt of the Living Dead. Now, what yeah. can you tell me about that?
0: <laughs> that's with Perseverance Records. And that's here in the United States, I think Burbank or something. And that just suddenly came out. I think it's wonderful there's more interest in Mr. Lambro because he's a wonderful composer.
1: And this was sort of spooky singing you were doing. Yes,
0: yeah. uh-huh. And uh, so I'm sort of uh, doing little ghostly sounds. I'm a good ghost, I guess.
1: Oh, that's ghostly great.
0: sounds in there. <laughs>
1: That's great.
0: <laughs> and those, that's out now. And then the, the other Johnny Trunk put it out on another CD called um, Now We Are 10 Mm-hmm. So
3: that's kind of cute and cool.
1: <laughs> well, that's great. And I want people to make sure and get the world's favorite Cluckeratura Arias. And, again, that's on cdbaby.com. And it's by my guest, Oriel, O-R-R-I-E-L-Smith. And I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. And tell me again, remind me the name of the CD that we can look forward to.
0: It will be called, I know it will be called, Alive from Carnegie Hall.
1: Alive from Carnegie Hall, and I'm really looking forward to that. And thanks a lot for talking to me. I've I've just, uh, you know, I've emailed, uh, we've emailed back and forth for years. We've never spoken before, and I'm just so happy to get a chance to talk to you.
0: Well, it's wonderful to hear your voice.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Oriel.
0: Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Linda. Thanks so much to Oriel Smith for being with us this week. Oriel, you're just amazing, and I love this CD, and all the chickens of America, thank you. And... In there, you sound a little bit like you're about ready to lay an egg. So uh, that's very impressive. Thank you so much. Next week, I'll be interviewing my friend Janet Tweston who talks about a few of her many exotic pets. If you have interesting stories about your pets, anything except a cat or a dog, you could be the next guest on our show. Email us at bob at petliferadio.com and tell us a little about your pets. That's all for this week's episode of What Were You Thinking? Thanks to our producers, and thanks again for listening. Bye-bye.
2: Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.